You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life and I had to start again. Just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that It's mornings at Lone Star, don't you know? Dick and Skippy are what it's all about here in Canada. No, actually, that is Lee Greenwood, who's saying God bless America. You know, proud to be an American. And he absolutely changed the lyrics to fit Canada, too. Well, it's nice to know that the United States is not the only free country in America. Uh, in the world, I mean. So we just thought we'd pull that one on you because it's election day. It's Tuesday, March 6th. And the polls have been open for two hours and 18 minutes. And they're open for another nine hours and 42 minutes. And you should be impressed because I did that off the top of my head without counting on my fingers. Yay. Yay. Uh, welcome to Morning's Lone Star. We're here every weekday morning till 11 o'clock. Right now in the Montgomery County area, 56 degrees outside, folks. High today. It's going to be around 70. Low It's going to be around 40. It's going to be a beautiful day today. Uh, 0% chance of rain pretty much all the way till the weekend. Yay. So let's enjoy the week. It's going to be absolutely beautiful. It's going to be a little chilly on Thursday and Wednesday, but today let's uh, let's enjoy it. We will. Dick, do you think it's coincidence that you and I are both wearing red shirts today? I don't know. I just... It's not coincidence. I peeked in your window early this morning to see what you were putting on. Thank you. Well, we're drawing closer every morning as, as co-hosts. You know, we're kind of like living one life now. It's We're getting to the point where we finish each other's... Um, uh, Sandwiches. Is right. <laughs> He beat me to my punchline. Sandwiches. Sandwiches. <laughs> Anyhow, it is 9-19 on, as Dick said, a brisk, bright morning. It is election day. Get out and vote if you're registered. If you're not, shame on you. But I think you can still register for the general, which happens in November. Any runoffs that may happen today, and there may be one or two. Uh, April, I'm not sure of the actual date, but there will be there will be a runoff election sometime in April. So it may not all be over. A lot of yeah, I gotta I gotta check all that out after the show today. We have full lineup on Lone Star. Oh yeah, but Ethan's gonna be here, so yeah. But in behind the the board here, behind the board, that's right. Gives me a chance to go vote. Sorry, Ethan, can't save everybody. So uh, so tell us who, uh, everybody who you're gonna vote for. Go. Uh, I'm just gonna close my eyes and make it real awkward for a person to assist me. <laughs> there you go. That's who, who, who do you think? I, hey. You, you pick, you pick, you pick, you pick. Just be, be in the booth by yourself and talk to the invisible person. You shut up. I'll vote for who I want to. No, you can't make me do that. I will vote for whoever. Shut up. Yeah. Well, I hope everyone has a chance to get out and vote. It's going to be a beautiful day. Everything's going to be traffic-wise. It's going to be everything's looking all right in the uh, Montgomery County area. We'll update you further and further down. I know the uh, the spelling bee starts, is it this Friday? Yes, uh, Friday and Thursday will be the the what they call a soft opening, the kind of uh, friends and family night. Uh, it's free, but you will get what you pay for because it's technically final dress. You know, I guess we should go ahead and say this, but uh, we have special passes for those who want to attend this week's Rising Stars and Legends of Texas. Uh, basically, there's only a couple events that you have to pay to get into, especially this weekend for the arts comp or the I guess it's the fine arts competition. What do we even call it? It's the symphony one. Yeah, it, it's a, a full uh, music arts competition. There's a I do I do know the Saturday day requires tickets, but we have a couple here that you can use throughout the week to get preferred seating, and also includes a ticket for the Saturday performance. If you're interested in winning those, uh, all you got to do is go to Facebook Mornings with Lone Star, Facebook message us, and the first couple people who do it will get on it. So uh, yeah, there you go. There's that. Cool. So what's going on, Skippy? Well, um, you know, today is primary election day, but we got a couple more. Just to let people know May 5th will be uh, election day for like Conroe, like city council. Yes, it's not that over is coming up. Early yeah. voting will start in April. And then, yeah, I looked at my dates wrong. May 22nd will be the primary runoff 
election day. So if there are any runoff elections, May 22nd with early voting, the 14th, 18th. And then in November, November 6th is general election day. Well, that's, yeah. the, that's the general. And people, I, I think, know the difference between a primary and a general, right? Primary is where you choose a party and you vote for the best, the top person for that party. So going into the general, you have one representative from each. And that's just what the general's for. So if you didn't know, there you know. And if you go in, they ask you what party. Don't be offended. Don't say, I've always vo never voted straight ticket. You can only just pick one ballot or the other. So pick one. And if you don't care, pick the other side just to see what it feels like. <laughs> it didn't feel any different. It feels the same. I feel dirty. I need to shower. Well, you know, I want to follow up on something that uh, we've been kind of talking about. I remember about a month ago, we we're talking about net neutrality. Yes. And it's odd how we're still paying the same amount of money, huh? Uh, well, not that, but it's more of how it's funny how the things are now turning out where each uh, Washington, the state has become the first state to approve net neutrality rules. OK. And what's really funny about this, I know it made it made some news to the AP. That's because of the new ruling. The state you're allowed to do to govern yourselves mm -hmm. in this thing. Now, it would be I would be surprised if the federal government does fight back on this, but I feel like that would be a stupid move. And it's kind of going against of what why they originally why, wanted exactly. to get rid of net neutrality. And that was the whole point, because we were talking about that. It was um, to give the states the self-determination, much like if you remember around the same time when the president signed these Utah monuments. People were like, oh, it's to go to the, uh, you know, for the, yeah. the, the oil company. No, it was actually giving the rights back to the states. The states could determine if they sold them, kept them. It was, it was actually getting rid of federal power. Which is funny because the people who are protesting it are the ones that say that the federal government's too overreaching. <laughs> so they were protesting against themselves. But yeah, very good point. So uh, Washington State has uh, established their own net neutrality rules, which are what kind of comparable to what were already in place on a federal level. But now they were able to put it in themselves on the state level. Mm -hmm. Good. That's the way. It's, that's the system working. Well, I, I'm going to interest. I'm going to be interested to see how. Uh, ISPs, ISPs means internet service provider, the mm -hmm. people who give you internet, for example, in the Conroe area, I think it's like Sunlink, Consolidated, and Comcast, and then it might be some other people down south and up north. You got, yeah, you got but, universe. Uh, but it's it's going to be interesting to see what how they react to it because really all it really all it does to them is just either creates more chaos on their end that they have to manage or it makes it simpler for them. It just depends on what company it is and how they're going to do it. So. It'll be weird. It will be. Uh, thanks for the follow-up on that. Yeah, it I will know. be interesting to see how this turns out because if Washington State's the first, others, of course, are going to be watching well, to e follow. Even in weirder news, a 20-year-old in Oregon in, uh, in Oregon is suing mm -hmm. Walmart and Dick's for gun sales because apparently Oregon has age laws. More defined than just, you know, what we use at the federal level. Mm -hmm. So apparently he has a case, and it's going to be interesting to see how that turns out. Because if you didn't know, Walmart and Dick basically said, hey, we're earning policies. We can't – we won't sell weapons for over 21. And if you're if you're not over 21, 21 mm -hmm. or older. And now this guy's suing him because in Oregon, you can't discriminate okay. against ages. There you go. And if they have – and I, I was wondering about that uh, because – much like a drinking well, age. It, well, what's interesting about it is the the loop in it is that to apply for a federal license to sell firearms, they have to abide by federal rule. Mm -hmm. And federal rule is you can be 18. And so it's funny that this would be a loophole in a sense of, you know, what your Second Amendment right is and how it supersedes some things. And especially like this wouldn't work in Texas because Texas, we don't have those particular laws protecting your age. But in Oregon, you do. Mm -hmm. So, well, in a, in a gun sense, absolutely right. And it's funny because I had a cousin who many years ago was a sheriff's deputy at a young age, and he was able to carry a gun. He was not able to go buy his own ammunition because he was too young. So there is, of course, the wackiness of that. And you also have the question of, okay, you know, the the military is dependent on those eighteen. 19, 20, well, 20, you know, you're out of the military by 21. If you're really interested in the, the gun stuff, mm -hmm. today we have Veterans Air. Really? They're, they're on the air today, They're right? on the air today. They're on the first Tuesday of the month, and they're going to be covering it extensively. So, and I think if you're in the area, they're giving out cake. 
I mean, that just goes hand in hand. Talk about guns, eat some cake. I'm going to have my cake and eat it, too. So there you go. Well, and it makes sense that this gentleman having a, a case, it'll be interesting to see how it turns out, because it's much like the drinking laws. Each state has its own drinking age. A bar cannot refuse to serve you. Say, we don't personally serve alcohol until you're 30. If you go in and if you're the legal drinking age in Texas, it's 21, you can sue them for age discrimination. They don't have that. You know, there are some things, you to again, you have to apply for the license. So if it's something that involves a license, you have to follow the state or federal law. You can't just make up that determination. There, it's the flip side of age discrimination. And we need an age writer. An age inclusion writer. I like it. I got three words for you. Age inclusion writer. Well, you know, everyone actually what's funny is uh, you, you speak of the Oscars and we're going to be taking a break. <laughs> but uh, what's funny about it is everything I've said I've seen about afterwards is about how poor their ratings were. Yeah, like there wasn't. To... There really wasn't anything else going. Like, oh, finally deserved Mm-mm. or a magical night. I, I mean, I'm I'm reading the major. I think people are sick of just seeing the same. It was a glorified Jimmy Kimmel episode of of let's talk about positivity and then trash anyone not ble- agreeing with us, and a lot of self congratulations, even down to those who were left out of the every year. Every time people left out of the memoriam section, and I get that, but to add. 20 seconds, you know, Glenn Campbell actually got an Oscar nomination. You'd think they would have put him in, in, in memoriam. And they could have just taken out one of Jimmy Kimmel's 20-second jokes and put in these people. And no Get harm, no respect. Time. Get no respect. Let's talk about it when we get back. Okay. Cool. Don't forget, guys, mctx.org slash elections for your locations to go vote today and the polling times and all that good stuff. We'll be right back here on Morning's Lone Star. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. a tongue-in-cheek song for you. mctx.org slash election. Well, we're doing a tongue-in-cheek, but it's a serious song. That's that's the funny thing. Okay. Yeah, no, it's not a joke song. It's 931 right now. Morning's Alone Star. Feel free to call in 936-647-3776. We still have those preferred passes for the uh, going on Rising Stars and Legends of Texas just go to Facebook.com, look us up, Morning's Lone Star, we're there. Let us know if you want those preferred passes so you get to preferred seeing to all the events. I know we're going to be recording the uh, Sea Kids from the Players Theater Company. Uh, they're doing a radio play. Cool. And uh, so we'll be recording that, replaying that over the weekend. Nice. We're back. Yeah. All right. It's getting nice and bright outside. This is a great day for, for voting stuff. Yeah. 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 And uh, other news that's going on. Uh, uh, I know. Well, you, you always do this. You're really bad about it. What did I do? Is we, you wanted to still talk about the Oscars. So that, yeah, the squirrel, I'm a squirrel guy. And then right when we come back, you just want to talk about something else. So don't say that. You you mess with me. <laughs> I'm just keeping you on your toes. So the Oscars. Um, the I lost, by the way. I don't know. Oh, if I the, 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 the squares thing? For, for, yeah, I got a really bad. I did really bad. Really bad. Uh oh. How, how about your cohorts on the ticket stuff? Maybe be really bad. Really? Do you think they ganged up on you? Mm-mm. Is this one of the ones where they got all the good squares first? No, actually, what's funny is we, we were kind of consistent on the misses, like the ones we got wrong, but the ones uh, they got right were the ones that like the obscure best digital short or whatever. And I'm like, how do 
Do you guys include the technical ones too? You know, the ones that we did everything that the Oscars know, not the science ones. Okay. So that would be extreme. <laughs> but uh, it's hardcore. Well, I mean, if you ever look at what they do for the science ones, it's not always like a winner. It's more of an honor. They honor a lot of people. They don't just mm-hmm. best use of chroma key. Yeah, they don't do know? anything like that. It's more <laughs> of like you know, best new technology for this year used in film. Best use of you know. Best uh, a film restoration technique. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm telling you, those guys need to be um, broadcast on, like, C-SPAN or something because there's the market for that. There there are geeks like me out there who would get off on seeing that. Well, you know, I, I was reading, we're talking about the 16% down from last year. Well, those are the early numbers. It's and, actually worse. And uh, a lot of people who, who, you know, I like reading internet comments, like one of my favorite pastimes, and because I'm a Russian supporter clearly because you know i write internet comments <laughs> but <laughs> troll a lot of people were complaining that they couldn't watch it because they wanted to stream it and there was no real location to stream it because they black it out depending on if it's like a, a where you are mm-hmm. and a lot of people were upset by that and they go basically saying you know if you just give us an option we'll watch it but don't make us watch it on tv yeah because too many people well here's the problem one and uh, one problem I had is the getting rid of analog TV where you had to use a digital antenna. Yeah. That was the worst idea in the history of bad ideas, in my humble opinion. Uh, you have to have a cable box now or even a digital end, uh, tuner. If that well, goes they can, down, they can put those in the TV. I mean, that's going to happen in the next four years. They're going to start putting them in the TV. But you shouldn't have to. You know, the old days where a tornado's coming, you're in, you know, you grab your portable TV with you, bring it down, use the rabbit ears, pick up the analog signal. Well, the way I always saw that is it's to me, that was a smart move in a sense of keeping that band open for other technologies. Now, I don't know if they, I know they sold a couple, a couple areas of it. Basically, the old signal that was sending the analog signal now is being bought by telecom companies to use it for Internet and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, to me, in the scale of things is a smart move because we have to keep improving that technology so we can use it for other things too because technically if you really wanted to do it everyone could have gotten free internet right if they really wanted to right now they could they could mm-hmm. just do it just put it on the old analog wavelength and that's how you but they don't we don't have a receiver for it we just we still probably have to buy a cable box to receive it right so but going back to uh as you were saying the 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 lower uh viewership being like the headline no one was talking about it was a game changer First off, the 16%, that was from the overnights, and that was where they only had the major metropolitan areas. And think about it, that's the the New York and the uh, Lond- uh, the the L.A. crowds, which, of course, would be tuned in. So when the uh, fl- flyover state numbers came out, it's actually closer to 20% dip, uh, all-time low. And why do you think that is, Dick? My thought is, like me, I'm just sick of... What's being passed for an award ceremony or late night comedy or even comedy nowadays? It's just it's lazy. It's self-congratulatory. And let's bash this person. Uh, you know, let's have armed guards sweep the area before we talk about banning guns and and having movies with, uh, you know, guns in them. Are, are, is but the, it doesn't fit the media narrative. And I, I hesitate talking like this because it sounds like I'm one of those, you know, oh, mainstream media. But I think the media is trying to push that people love these causes, the, you know, Me Too and, and Time's Up and stuff. But a lot of America isn't getting caught up in that hype. And so that's my thought. That in reality, it's almost like the exit polls. Hillary Clinton knew she was going to win because all the exit polls said she was going to. But that was people were too afraid to say otherwise. So they said, oh, yeah, I voted for her. And so it was a shock to the system. When the you know real numbers came out, and same thing with this, everyone's saying, "Oh yeah, this is the most important Oscars ever because we're going to have Me Too and Times Up." But I think people are just not tuning in anymore because they're tired of it. Is could I be on the right track here? Uh, I think it's a little bit of everything. I think that the options for entertainment are abundant, and what people are deciding to spend their time on is just not that because Oscars really kind of. At its height was that was the thing to do on a Sunday in a February mm-hmm. every year, and that was the only thing on TV because you had twelve sh- twelve channels, and there's there's a lot. <laughs> you of, had twelve. Well, we had three, and well, we were thankful. Lot, well, there's a lot of history to it, and you know now I think 
it's run its course in a sense of what it used to be. So it needs to either rebrand itself and somehow make it a pot. Like, cause you know, the opening thing he said, he wanted to make everything positive. But then, like you said, at the end of it, like looking at a retrospect, like they cut off the producer for best picture. And it's like, Hey, instead of doing this whole jet ski bit, let's let the people who win these awards talk for a little bit more. Cause I mean, this guy who just won best picture. He's a producer. He's like one of the main people that made the movie and they mm-hmm. just cut him off. And so, yeah, I mean, that's what you're like, all right, so why am I, why do I care about this? This is very disrespectful to their own, they're even to their own people there because it's not that they're all patting themselves on the back anyway. But uh, I think they need to rebrand it. They need to figure out where the audience went and how to bring them back. Because especially this, they use the Oscars as a push to go back to the theater to watch these movies. Mm-hmm. And like even my parents, I asked them, I was like, did y'all watch it? And they're like, no, like, why would I want to see a movie about a fish having sex with a fish basically? And I was like, well, that's kind of unfair. I mean, you haven't even seen the movie, so. Somebody actually put up a, a side-by-side comparison between the, the the Shape of Water and Splash. And there are some scenes there and some dialogue that are like almost word for word. Uh, it's kind of funny. <laughs> well, it's So when it's Daryl Hannah, it's okay to sleep with her. Well, but. I mean, that's another argument. Like my, I use my parents because they're, they have a completely different viewpoint than I do most of the time. And they kind of said that. The movies they they now celebrate aren't that interesting to them, and they're not like they they these are limited appeal movies. Limited that appeal were. movies, and it's kind of like, well, why would I want to watch something about something that I don't care about? So if they did a bigger movie, you know, I mean, if they think about it, if they did like the uh, let's see, what was a big what was a big big movie like Fast and the Furious? Mm-hmm. That was that was was that last year or was that two years ago? What was a big movie last it's year? Been, it's been a big movie for like well, the last twenty years. Well, I know, I know, but like the most recent one that made a lot of money. Imagine that being somewhere mm-hmm. in the in the running, and people would be like, "Really?" I bet people would be like, "Oh man, if Fast and Furious wins," but n- none of the comic book movies. There's actually a, a funny joke that you can find online. Uh, I don't know if you know the lonely the Lonely Island Boys. I don't know if you know who that gr- group is. It's the SNL group who Sandy, uh, Andy Samberg, and oh, they did that oh. song, like, I'm on a boat yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I well, didn't know what the name was. Apparently, they were uh, they were asked to write an, uh, a song for one of the Oscars. And basically what it was, is, it was called Me Too. And what it was is all the superheroes were getting together, talking about why aren't you, why, why am I not involved? You know, <laughs> Me Too. And it's like every single superhero and it was pretty funny. Like the, they, they go, hey, we didn't, they, they told us no because the budget would be too big. But then again, they had a bunch of actors and stuff in it. But it was like little cutouts and they just kind of sang with the piano in the background. Kind of like, a, it was, I don't know what they call it in the industry, but it's like a temp, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Temp track, test. Uh-huh. But uh, it was really funny. I was like, man, that kind of sucks they didn't do that because that would be, it is a good point. People are watching these movies like the Black Panther. Like that's one thing I love too. Is during the whole ceremony, they're focusing all all these actors from the Black Panther, and I'm like, but they're not even nominated. Mm-hmm. So why are you over here telling me all about good enough it? to date, but not good enough to take home yeah, to mom? Exactly. And I mean, I can't imagine what it's like being an actor there. Like, yeah, I got the biggest movie, yeah, but I'm never going to be nominated. <laughs> so if you could, you're saying the Oscars need to be rebranded. If you could, like, fix them or err. So some ideas Dick has on to to make the Oscars a better. Well, you know, I do I do have some ideas. We can talk about when we come back. Cool. Uh, we're going to take a music break. That's for uh, sure. We got some tunes. If you want to send us a song request, 936-647-3776. Uh, we're hanging out in the studio, and uh, yeah, we'll be back. And they can't take that away. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Because there ain't no doubt I 
welcome back. I don't really don't like playing the song, but uh, there you go. <laughs> Why not? Canada's part of North America. Nine fifty one. It's voting day today, guys. MCTX.org slash election. Get out and do it if you uh, haven't done it already. Rock the vote. Yes, 59 degrees outside. 0% chance of rain today. High is going to be 72. Low is going to be 41 tonight. It's going to be absolutely beautiful in Montgomery County area. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, Conroe Coffee, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. We were talking about what to make the Oscars better, and I had a couple ideas. Number one, make it available on any really any platform that isn't too cost costly extremely because i think hulu the next day had them available so and clearly people there's a want to watch the acceptance speeches there's a want to see the controversial moments but you know why not just do it on like make it streaming and make it free for people if you're gonna have that many ads they had so many ads and it was a four-hour deal so of course you have more ads so it should be free if you're gonna have that many ads uh, that's based off YouTube's platform. There's ads everywhere. <laughs> and another thing I was I was telling Skippy about, a lot of people don't understand the concept of how they come to the conclusion of the vote. And I think any type of education on that, either it be like they interview one of the actresses and ask who they voted for because they vote within themselves. That's really what the whole Oscar bit is. It's the Academy Arts and Science group voting for themselves. And I think if they had some explanation with that, somehow – you know, because I want to know why the cinematographer won. I want to know why the costume designer won. Because those are the ones that always kind of confuse me in the sense of, like, I'm not an expert. So how do I know why the, the Darkest Hour won Best Makeup besides the fact that Gary Oldman wore a fat suit? You know, like, oh, parade them. They wore a fat suit. Like I did, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Right. If that was the, the litmus test, Dodgeball would have been movie. Yeah, theater. and that's what I'm like. It doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. And then, you know, they have the Phantom Thread wearing winning costume design. I'm like, it's just because the movie's about making dresses? Like, I don't I don't really follow. And <laughs> they hit a consignment. They hit a Goodwill. <laughs> that's, yeah. where, that's where the costumes came from. Well, like, you know, I was watching, I told you I watched the Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. And that was legitimately, like, those costumes were fantastic. And I was like, man, it's this is a really interesting world. And it was nowhere near, you know, clearly it wasn't an Oscar worthy film. So, cause it wasn't nominated for anything. But. And again, we don't know. So are you suggesting maybe a, like a people's choice version of the award? Well, I would be interested to see if there was an interactive kind of session where you don't necessarily have to do it on TV, but you can do it where you vote and they show the results online or something like that. They don't have to make it part of the show, but it's like, all right, best cinematographer, Blade Runner, and then like our online folks thought this movie and stuff like, and maybe not. You don't give them Oscars, you know, but you just it's just something something to do with an audience and see what the audience thinks is on par with what these professionals think. There you go. Because as actors, I can't imagine you know take you take your craft really seriously. Because if you listen to these folks, it's really interesting seeing these people on Twitter and seeing like it's like a whole new world. Because you only see them in movies. You used to. Now you see them on social media. You see their beliefs. You see what they do day to day. And you're like, man, these people are kind of like, you know, stupid. <laughs> but uh, I think the most recent one was, uh, I don't know if it's fake news or not, but they were saying Emma Watson from the Harry Potter series got a tattoo that said Time's Up, but it was misspelled. Yeah, they forgot the apostrophe in Time's. Now, hopefully it was just a, uh, a temporary tattoo. But she yeah. owned up to it. She's like, yeah, it looks like I need a proofreader. Uh, that That was funny. Well, what's, what's weird about that, and I don't know when you notice that, but wouldn't you immediately go and get that corrected? Because all it is is adding an apostrophe. I, th I think it was she probably in the hour before the thing put it on, you know, it was what, a temporary tattoo. I don't think it was real. Uh, ah, so time's up temporarily, guys. <laughs> time's up what? Well, like, no, for example, like the time's up movement. See, I think if... If they use the platform to promote something, I think that's great because you can do whatever you want. But get a little bit – own it in a sense of, well, what is Time's Up? Well, no one really talked about donating money to the organization. And I'm like, well, why don't they just put that? Put a phone number down there. But like, hey, support those who need help in the legal field of you know being abused and things like that. I'm like, I don't – we had the same issue kind of like with the kneeling that for a while people, you know, whoa, solidarity, solidarity for what? People didn't, some people didn't even realize it was based on um, 
you know, the, the uh, police brutality on, on black people was the, the genesis of it. But after a while, it just became, we, we want to show solidarity for those who are kneeling. And, but not, I don't think one penny went towards the victims fund of police brutality. Well, I think they did. I think it was more of an individual movement, though. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of football players who felt like they should be doing something and they did it. But, of course, we don't know about it because the public or the media is too focused on something else. And we just don't know the full story around the whole kneeling deal. But I imagine there are some, especially local communities, because those football players do do a lot in the local community. And while I wasn't a personal fan of the kneeling, I, you know, uh, you, you know, of course you have the right to do it, and, but uh, not a personal fan of it. But if you did have football players who did do that, who did put their money where their mouth was and donate, and they all power to them. And I'm really, uh, really proud of these people if they did, because they didn't hold press conferences to say, look at me. It's, it's like you see those internet memes where I'm going to buy 200 bucks worth of Big Macs and give them to homeless people and record the whole thing. It's th That's nice, and it's a very nice gesture, but next time, how about not putting the camera on yourself? You know, it adds a little more altruism to it to say. Well, I I, to well there's, two, there's two sides to that because you use one side to encourage people to do the same, and the other side is, hey, yeah. I'm the greatest person, you know, to be alive. And I also think it's how you present it. I mean, there's ways to do it, and there's ways not to do it. Right. But if these football players actually donated money to the cause and didn't hold a press conference going, yes, I just donated $10,000 to this. Wonderful. I, well, that's how I, yeah, well, the What you do is you do hold a press conference, but you don't say what you donated. You just say, hey, you know, we're trying to make a change. You can, too. Contact this number. Thanks for listening. And the same thing with the Time's Up. A lot of people didn't – I mean, watching the show, they were like, what do you – they always tell me, what do you think of the Time's Up? And, you know, a lot of them didn't say, oh, you know, it's a good movement. Here's some information. Visit this website and help local people who are facing abuse from abusers, and they'll have a leg to stand on with Time's Up. Mm. So. Good call. So speaking of, like, kneelers and stuff, so a report came out the other day that said that the Texans were not going to hire any players who had kneeled in the last season. And then the Texans came out with a response to that report calling BS. Um, but apparently the report wasn't just like an Internet meme. It was a, uh, a serious report. What do you think? Should the Texans... Go well, for talents over. Well, I wouldn't even make a decision based off kneeling at all. Mm -hmm. I would never do that just because you, uh, someone's going to get sued. Some, I mean, that's just stupid to stir the pot even more. Now, what if the team had a no kneeling policy? Would you hire someone knowing that they would probably, you know, coming into the job, pay them a lot of money, knowing well, that they're probably going to break the company rules? I, I, you know what? I bet they're, the kneeling thing might be over. So I don't think it's an issue these days. You think so? Oh, yeah. You don't think it's going to open? The new, the new season's coming. I doubt they're going to want to have any type of focus on that. They want to focus on the Patriots finally losing and <laughs> uh, stuff like that. The important stuff. I mean, I really, I mean, they're in limbo right now because in 10 years, they're going to, the CTE thing's going to come back in 10 years or less. Yeah, the brain injury stuff. And that's, that's going to be kind of like every two years, it's going to keep coming back bigger and bigger and bigger until they finally decide to change some of the actual rules of the football. Do you think viewership will come up, stay the same, go down? No, I think I think everything's going to go down. I think every like it's, I think the Oscars and the NFL, like I said, I think the, the core of that is people have a lot of options. So if I'm going to be sitting here watching something, I have a choice now. I, I can do it on demand. I don't have to wait at Sunday till 7.02 to watch on NBC and pay $150 a month to watch it. How much further farther would it have to go down? The NFL's down, what, like 30%, I think they said, viewership. The Oscars were down 20%. How much farther would it have to go down before you say, it's, we're not going to even... Well, it, it all comes down to what the advertisers want to pay because that's what keeps the system moving. And like I said, the Oscars, their money is still being spent on advertising now i think the the payout for advertisers will you can't know the stats after one year it'll be like a 10-year study saying oh we're not getting our money's worth we'll only give you 10 million instead of 110 million because that's what's worth to us now but there's always going to be somebody to grab it because it's a name it's a brand and like look at pizza hut you know that was i don't know why that was news 
Like, oh, NFL changed their pizza sponsor. Like, oh, man, that's such a big deal. <laughs> and, but now Pizza Hut is it. And I'm like, okay, well, that's like I, I can still order other pizza. Like, I was really confused by the press release because, like, NFL put a press release out about it. Do you know what the number three soda is on the market? No. RC. Have you ever seen an RC commercial? No. You know, uh, no one even knows what RC stands for, Royal Crown. But seriously, you got Coke and Pepsi dominating in their their, their battles and their wars and, and commercials. The number three, which is, you know, not even a distant third, you know, is, is RC that's like, I don't think ever done a, a commercial ever. Um, is not, Now, I'm talking independent label because, you know, Dr. Pepper and Mr. Pibb is part of the Coca-Cola company and stuff like that. But I'm talking a standalone soda. Is, is never advertises. So I, I agree with you that there will, you, you know, you don't have to spend the big bucks. There may come a point where Coke and Pepsi and all these other places, you know, the Super Bowl commercial comes like it's $5 million for a 30 second spot. Now nah, I'm going to give you 2 million. I'm going to give you 1 million. I'm going to give you 500,000 and take it back the way it was. And with that, maybe salaries will go down and love the game will kick back up. It's kind of like the market correcting itself. Yeah. That's, I mean, that, that, uh, the NFL thing I mean, that might happen, but there's other sports that are rising. I mean, uh, soccer's becoming legit. Soccer's becoming a bigger, bigger deal. I mean, they're adding new teams to the major league soccer every year, and, and I mean, I, that's like a sign of growth, I imagine. And hockey's now returning to its old numbers, really, so, since their lockouts and stuff like that. So it's just a slow buildup. I mean, I don't know. If I if I was the NFL, I'd be okay. They're still making a lot of money. Yeah, I don't think they're going away anytime yeah. soon. I wouldn't worry about it. Morning's Lone Star. We're going to be right back here on IRLoneStar.com. Hey, guys. This is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. If tomorrow all the things were gone, work for all my life, and I had to start again. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. You're just going to look at me? Uh, yeah, well, I'm waving my hands in the air. I'm <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> We're back with Morning's Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. It is 10.06. We're in our second hour of the broadcast. It's 64 degrees. Got another 10 degrees to go up before we stop for the day. Down to the 40s tonight. This is some awesome weather. This weekend, maybe some thunderstorms. Skippy hopes not. Skippy don't like the thunder. Well, I love storms. It's just I need to get past the PTSD of it first. Okay. You, you know, I wouldn't mind enough, it raining a few enough. times before my house floods before I get past it. And I think I can be forgiven for that. It is voting day. Vote. If you're registered, you should have your little registration card. I just card. did it. You just voted? No, like I just checked out where I need to go. It took me an, all of 20 seconds. So what did you do? I went to mctx.org slash election, and there is an interesting link that basically you check your register status. You have to provide your first name, last name, whatever you wrote down officially. So, for example, I'm Richard officially. Are you, Richard? You'll always be and, my dick, though. Uh, and then you do your date of birth, and then it basically tells you, and it says what uh, really easy. It says your voting precinct number, whatever, and then it gives you a certificate number. I mean, it gives you everything, really. So, so and Dick it, knows where to vote now. Yeah. Cool. So easy peasy. Easy peasy. So do that. Go to MCTX, stands for, of course, Montgomery County, Texas, .org, slash election, with an L, not an R, and a singular, not elections. Well, I want to tell you something. Breaking news. Somebody finally admitted something. It wasn't me. Lego. Lego. They admitted that they've made too many bricks. <laughs> like, there will never be enough Millennium Falcons to make. We have so many bricks. They just made too many bricks. So what are they going to do? I don't, well, you, see, you remember, I believe last week I said they're finally going to be turning out those, not finally, but they, they announced that they're going to be turning out those biodegradable bricks. Mm -hmm. And I think this was kind of like the one, two, they're trying to, trying to make like, oh, don't think we're a bad company. And even though we've 
hurt so many feet and clogged up so many drains <laughs> and choked so many dogs and babies. And now they made too many bricks. So what are they going to do about it? You know, oh, well, I think really what it came down to is they had a poor report for 2017 mm-hmm. financially. And so I think that was more of what they're trying to do is uh, maybe they, my advice is not to charge so much. And have you, Can I cut in with that? I went to the Lego store at the uh, mall just to look around. Oh, my gosh. I mean, these are like, like – It's obscene. Yeah. Well, what's strange to me about it is I get that the premium you can put on sets – I get that because everything's color code, like coordinated and you might have some exclusive men or whatever. But I'm surprised they just don't do like general things. Like here's a assortment of bricks that you can build a little town with. And it's like all colors of the world or whatever. Like you don't have to have just you know gray buildings, red buildings. Like you can do whatever you want, but give you enough to do just enough. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to charge an arm or leg. There's some hardcore prices over there that really surprised me. I had no idea. Well, Legos I, were so I grew expensive. up in I, I grew up. Legos were my go-to toy. Like everything. Like if anyone ever asked me, "What do you want?" I'm like, "I want Legos. I just want Legos." And I get I collected Legos and I did the sets. I liked the sets and I did them. I kept them in pristine. Like I kept them in little cases and stuff like that. And I liked it. And especially when they started doing the monuments and things like that, that was really interesting to me. But those are ex- more expensive, and then you get less Legos. So I'm like, come on, man. It's about build time. How long does it take me to build time? So you're paying 30 bucks for 20 minutes? Like, get out of here. Uh, but then I started just playing with Legos, like building towns and little things like that. And that was fun. Cool. So My go-to toys were Whirly Bird and Matchbox sets. Yeah. You know, the tracks. Oh, but I loved Whirly Bird. Oh, my goodness. That was so fun. Well, the one thing I want to know about Lego is with all these movies and stuff, where are they going to become like a Marvel where they're main, mainly known for is no longer the main thing. Like, do you know anybody that still buys comics? I mean, I imagine people still do. I'm oh, not yeah. saying they don't. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying since the Marvel movement for the past 15 years, I haven't, like, really met anybody that subscribes. Because you used to be able to subscribe to the comic books, mm-hmm. which was kind of the whole point of the storyline. They give you 20 pages, and there's, like, seven in the series or something like that. Or you'd wait at the store on Tuesdays when they deliver them, and that's when you get the new edition. Well, they but, still have those people. Uh, I was talking, uh, there's a comic shop called Fat Ogre in the Woodlands area. And I was talking with them. And I actually, a few months ago, I was in a conversation with them. And I asked, do people still buy them? And they I, told me I would be surprised. No, with, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. But it's more of like, that's what people don't know Marvel for. Oh, oh, I see what you're talking like about. Like now yeah. today's Marvel's main focus. I mean, they might have a small department. Making comics still, but I bet their movie department. Yeah, it used to be Marvel TV. was all they did was comic books, and now it's you got the merchandise. Lego does games, movie. pretty much any type of blockbuster game that comes out or blockbuster movie, they make a Lego game based off of it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not kidding, you go online, oh, type yeah, in Lego them. game. It's like every big blockbuster movie scene. They somehow. Well, uh, what I love is there was an, there was an outcry because they chose to do the Hobbit series, but they didn't make the third one. Well, I don't think they should have made the third movie. I, I love. Well, Peter I know, Jackson. but they're trying to base it off the movies, and so they're like, "Hey, why would you give us one and two, and then just kind of forget? Oh, we didn't make enough sales, so screw you and your storyline." Right. Well, that's the curse. Same. We were just talking yesterday. That's what Ralph Bakshi did with the original Lord of the Rings movie. He only did the first half. Yeah. And uh, left us hanging there, Ralph and Lego. But no, I, th- I, th- I thought you would like that. Basically, saying you know they have admitted that Lego <laughs> made too many Legos. I really love the idea of the biodegradable Lego. And last well, week I was talking with Rick about that saying, wouldn't it be awesome if they invented a plastic or a polymer that biodegraded after, let's say, five years? And you made everything with it, everything that we would throw away anyways, you know, our phones, our computers, our TVs, that we could junk them. And in five years after that, they'd be, you know, compost. They'd be atoms. Yeah, I mean, I think that's well, – well, what I love is – an audience can let us know what they think of this one, but there are certain things you can't throw away. You have to be properly disposed. But how many people do you think actually spend the time to do that? Very, very little. <clears throat> Compact fluorescence, which I, I, I'm not a fan of those at all. You mean only incandescent bulb any day of the week? They have levels of mercury in them. That means you have to dispose of them properly. You cannot legally put them in your trash can. And be put in a landfill. It'll seep enough mercury into the ground. Yeah. 
But I, I think that's also part of the education and also part of our waste management services here. I know they somehow sometimes give you a flyer. It's like, don't do these. But I think uh, certain cities do it really well where they, they really advertise, hey, get rid of your paint cans. This is how you're going to do it. We can come to you on this day or something, you know, that kind of stuff. In um, it was Dallas or Albuquerque. I can't remember. We had a, a no, actually, it was Dallas. My uh, stepbrothers and I were, were doing some home repair for my folks, and we had some material, some paint that we had to get rid of. And Albuquerque, and I'm sure it's not the only place, but it had this place where you would drive up, and and you know they would have people come out and and inventory the toxic stuff you had and dispose of it properly and it was free it was just like a recycle center but it was where you took your paint cans and your your fluorescent bulbs and you just sat there it was almost like a car wash you just sat there while they took care of everything for you and gave you your receipt well i think it'd be interesting to see smaller communities kind of take the charge of that where it's part of the part of the hoa or whatever where they have a guy who has a truck and they pay him a couple hundred bucks and then, hey, go drive around the neighborhood, pick up stuff, and get rid of it for us. Help, like help out, you know, properly disposing things. I, I think I smell a new business. Well, I mean, they even have like Houston. Like I love when I visit Holly. You know, they're basically only building up now, and people are throwing their beds and everything just in the street. And I'm like, man, this is like, what is going on here? You know, that's not part of <laughs> what they do here. But eh, someone can't pick it up. There you go. We don't know who though. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you I, want that mattress? It's all yours, my friend. Yeah. Well, is there anything else in the news? We're going to take a quick break, though. But, but yeah, we can talk tease. about um, maybe our favorite whack job is getting a little less wacky. Uh, there is a guy who was um, showed up drunk on CNN, allegedly drunk on CNN, and uh, some daycare workers in Chicago found a novel way to make nap time happen. What? Yeah. That's not bad. Oh. All right. I'll, <laughs> I'll stay for that. Okay. We'll be right back after a couple tunes. Thank my lucky stars to be lit. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Get the men who died, who gave that right to me, and I'm glad to stand up next to you. Hey, welcome back to Mornings with Lone Star, don't you know? It's Dick and Skippy on the air. It's uh, warming up, brightening up. It's a gorgeous day today. A good day to vote. Good day to patronize our sponsors. Conroe Coffee, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. So find your precinct at www.mctx.org slash election singular. Find out where you got to vote, then vote today. And if you don't vote today, you know what? You can still complain about who, who gets elected. You have that right. You don't have to vote, but we hope you do. And if you don't want to, just give me your ID and I'll go vote for you. Just joking. I wouldn't do that. That's illegal. And we don't do illegal things here on Mornings with Lone Star much. We're going to dig out of that rabbit hole and talk about some headlines. How does that sound? Good. Cool. <laughs> well, I want to give you an update. Uh, the strike in West Virginia. The teacher strike. Yeah. It's over. And how was it resolved? They're gonna. They uh, the governor announced a five percent raise to all public employees. Good on the governor. Well, I wonder if that includes him. Well, he, if it's a he, is it a he or she? Do we know? 
Just a governor, man. That's all I know. Okay. This person, I don't want to get too presumptuous. The, the, the. Call it, is it sure? Do what? Is it a she? A, a G? A Z? A, sure. a Z? <laughs> G might do this. Um, whoever the governor is, even if they give themselves the, the 5%, uh, that was how to do a protest, people, in Skippy's humble opinion. Uh, those of you who don't know, if you didn't hear the other day, Dick found this amazing story that, like, the entire West Virginia school districts, everybody, went on a protest strike. Or it wasn't, a, they didn't call it a strike. What was it? A uh, An advance time off or something uh, to protest conditions, uh, especially uh, wage inequality. And did everything right, made sure the kids were educationally taken care of for the duration of this event. And so it was resolved peacefully. No one linking arms and preventing ambulances from saving lives. No screaming, no hyperbole, no TV rantings, just the proper civil disobedience, properly done with a happy resolution. I'm a fan. I don't know if I was a mother or dad. My kid didn't go to school for almost two weeks. Well, that's the thing. See, a strike. Well, see, well, no, my question is now if, if they, I think it was longer than two weeks. It was so does that mean does that mean they're they have to repeat no apparently what you said if they gave the kids enough of the homework to do uh i mean there's got to be some issues there like i can understand that going for a couple days Mm -hmm. but to miss almost a month of school it's possible okay let's look at it like this if you miss a month of school as an individual what happens uh, it it actually depends. My my niece had to like she was allowed three weeks off, and they said you have to be back in class on Monday morning, or you'll have to sit out the semester. Okay, um, make up for it. Now, of course, there's always summer school. Yeah, to make that's up what for I'm, I'm just wondering when you pull the lever, saying got to repeat or got to. Now, as long as the kids complete the curriculum, the state approved curriculum, they may have already done that. It's like taking all your prerequisites in college to where at the end it's just, you know, fluff classes. If they've already, if the teachers already had their kids do, you know, completing enough to pass the state uh, uh, qualified curriculum and whatever standardized testing they may have to do, they should be okay. If not, there may be a summer school. And that's, see, that's the fine line you got to walk. A strike is supposed to hurt someone to show without us, this hurts you. And the teacher's saying without us daily taking care of your kids, and being paid properly for mm-hmm. it, this hurts you. And No, I get the strike deal. I'm just curious how they handle those kind of things. That, that's a good thing to follow up on. Because I know that Harvey caused some issues mm-hmm. with certain schools, and some schools, I don't even think, are they just now are opening. So, I mean, there's it's, it's an issue everyone has to look at, and then it's just funny that on a larger scale, it changes what your position is. Because on a smaller scale, like, no, got to go to summer school. But... Now it's like everybody <laughs> says, like, what do we do? How do we pay? How, what's going on? So Good follow-up, but, but I think we need more follow-up on that, too. Well done. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just so full of these good things. He is. Dick is good today. So here's another school story that's not, not as good, but it's, I guess, equally effective. So the Kitty Junction in Chicago, it's a daycare center, and three of the daycare workers there found a novel way to make sure nap time happened. Okay. They fed the kids... Gummy bears laced with melatonin. Which laced? Is, you mean like they dipped the... I, I think they actually made the gummy bears with, or maybe injected melatonin into them. But yeah, so they were melatonin... Where do you get melatonin? I, I'm kind of... It's a sleep I, aid. I'm ignorant on this. <clears throat> it's a sleep aid. It's, it's um, I don't think it's over the counter. Uh, it's not like, you know, Ambien or something where you, it's something where you got to get a doctor's prescription. So probably just trace amounts because these are kids. So they were responsible, probably only a few granules into each gummy bear. So it could have been worse. No one died. That's incredible. But now what parent has not been tempted to take their fussing kids and say, here, drink some of daddy juice here to, to get some good sleep. You know, suck on the, the, the pinky here that's been laced in some Johnny Walker. <laughs> Knock that kid right out. But, yeah, so uh, Kitty Junction, Chicago. Hope you, uh, when you find new people to work for, they, they can handle uh, nap times that are a little noisier than what these three ladies did. That's uh. That's one surefire way to get the kid down. So when you and uh, Dick, when you and Holly have have little dicks running around, 
and they don't want to go down for nap time, what what do you think you're going to do? Oh, she's a she knows better than I do. So I did whatever she tells me to do. Well, what if she tells you, Dick, you got to stay up 24 hours a day with these kids? I'd be like, all right, I'll give it a try. Because I love you, honey. Right? I'm not telling you that. I'm being you to Holly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I love you too, honey. I love you. There's lots of there's lots of guy love in, in the studio this morning. Here's something that, um, how much time do we have? Because I want to talk about it. It's 1030. Uh, our favorite whack job, Kim Jong-un, is now making overtures. He's the uh, head of North Korea post-Olympics. Now making overtures that he said he will not nuke or atta- otherwise attack South Korea. That's nice. Although he is talking about reconciliation, which is the, the plan is for, the final solution is for the North Korean government to take over South Korea. So that is still on the table. Uh, but he's also making overtures that if... Uh, some sanctions are eased, they'll stop making nuclear progress. Is this international diplomacy working, or are we about to get hit with a $100 billion Well, I'm not the person to bill? answer that. Well, what, are your, what are your thoughts? What does your gut tell you? Is he, is he being for real? No, this is something that has been a roller coaster ride for ever since it started. Well, I think what's so happening— I, there's no, I mean, there's no proof. There's no examples of what's happening— so it's, it's kind of hard to really judge on what the outcome is. You just kind of see what ha- where the chips fly or well, chips land. Is that what it is? Where the chips may fall. May fall. Well, some international uh, economists are saying that these sanctions are really starting to hurt North Korea. You know, there's some substantial economic uh, upheaval going on there that he can't afford otherwise, which is what these sanctions are supposed to do. And it'll be interesting to follow this one up. Today's the day of, like, we got to follow this up. Because Un could be realizing the error of his ways. He could be starting a, a big old blackmail thing. Okay, I'll stop making a nuclear uh, um, program if you pay me this much money. And that was kind of like what the Iran- Iranian deal was that Trump hated so much. And a lot of people weren't fans of, but said this is the worst deal in history. I'm wondering if he's going to make his own version of that deal with North Korea. Because if you remember a month ago, everyone was just convinced we were about to go to head-to-head nuclear war with Korea. That was the crisis of three weeks ago. And, of course, you know, it's not happening. But it's nice to know there's a diplomatic possible solution. And have you heard about Sam Nunberg? No, you were talking about that. Okay, so Sam Nunberg was a uh, low-to-mid-level Trump campaign aide, Trump aide, who was fired in 2015 um, for various and sundry things. No one can put, like, a single finger on it. But he uh, became, he let himself be known by saying, ah, Mueller can subpoena me all he wants. I'm not, I'm going to defy his subpoena and go to jail because I don't care. Well, he's been on this kind of this tour, but probably it was kind of a meltdown tour. He went on like MSNBC and Those are my favorite. And well, MSNBC, at least they sort of kind of handled it right. It was a phone interview where he was obviously all over the map. And he was asked, are you drunk? And he said, no. Just antidepressants, does that count? The host did let it drag on a little long, but it was obvious this guy was melting down. Then later, uh, he went on CNN with on the Aaron Burnett show and uh, was talking, and, and she actually called him out to go, uh, I can smell alcohol in your... I'm not drunk. <laughs> I can smell alcohol on your breath. And now, like, MSNBC and CNN are getting spanked by some groups saying, you let... You let a guy melt down on live TV. You didn't record it so you could edit it. Or, you know, it's kind of like the, uh, the not, the, not the circus, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like the freak show, you know, pe- calling people in. Uh, this guy, from what I can gather, and this is just my personal research on him, is like a nobody. He just decided to talk big, get on the national stage, and then have a total meltdown over it. And it ended with him saying, well, I guess I'll be talking to Mueller and showing up at his office to answer all his questions. So he started with a bang, ended with a whimper. But um, which is why it's important, kids, don't drink and go on the air. And Dick and I can can absolutely Dick, guarantee you. Yeah, this is, that's something that <laughs> we should not do, right? You're listening right, to Morning's Lone Star. Right, we got to uh, hear a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back after this. Thanks for joining us. We got about 25 more minutes left in today's program. So stick around. They can't take that away. 
Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. Welcome back. This song still is kind of... <laughs> it's bugging the snot out of you, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It really is. Uh, it's <laughs> That's 10, the last time you asked me, hey, Skippy, what's the bumper music today? 1043, Mortgage Lone Star. We're going to be wrapping it up after this. Don't forget, we got a full talk show lineup today, guys. IRLoneStar.com slash show calendar. Uh, we got Veterans Air talking about the Second Amendment. I think there's cake involved. Cake and a special Which is guest. always good. And then we have, uh, coming up after this show, will be Chamber Chat with the Lake Conroe, Conroe Chamber of Commerce. And then, uh, yeah, we have the legal connection at noon, and, you know, we have the Hispanic Chamber connection at 2, and then we have Rick the Reluctant Cowboy with music. I really like the way Rick has changed his uh, platform, where it's kind of a groovy kind of afternoon. Yeah. So if you like groovy music, music that's the only way I can describe it. It's groovy, man. It's groovy. It, it truly is. He's got an amazing music library. And I've uh, when Skippy tunes in on an afternoon, you know it's got to be good. Yeah. Ordinarily, I'm just like, you know, headphones on watching Hulu or something. There you go. It feels weird to stand. You know, ordinarily, Dick stands behind his microphone and, and I sit. We're, we're, we're swapping positions right now. And this is different. Yeah. It's just, you know, my butt hurts. You know, you know what movie I'm really excited about? I'm going to say, we, we got 10 minutes. So I just want to tell you this. I'm actually, tell me. I actually might go to the theater to see this. Pacific Rim Uprising. I liked the first one. I didn't I did. think I, I would. I liked the first one. So it was, I, I'm just surprised that with a, with a movie like this, they chose to not have really anybody from the first one in it. Oh, they didn't. I and you think they can't would? Remember who was in the first you, one? Well, what's funny is it's kind of like in retrospect, you think they would want to have Del Toro still directing because he just won an Oscar. Maybe they couldn't afford him. Well, no, he won. He made the first one. Yeah, but at that point, no, it was his pet project. Like it was his project. Okay. So he had like 100 percent involvement in the first one. Oh, okay. So that's why he. And I know he said something along the lines of like he he really likes it, but it's kind of like the Hellboy thing. He really likes doing Hellboy, but they they didn't want him to be involved in the new the newest one that they're redoing. Hmm. Interesting. But it's coming out March 23rd. I'm, I'm actually, I really want to see it. I don't know if it's going to be good or not. I saw finally, the trailer. Finally, we get to see, I can't pronounce his last name, John Bedoya? The man in Star, Star Wars, who's oh, the mm-hmm. ex-Stormtrooper guy. Mm-hmm. We finally get to see him in a leading role. So I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to see, because I think he was in Detroit, which didn't do that well. And then I think he's been in a couple other movies, but not as like the leading role. It's funny how um, I was watching the Graham Norton show. If you, it's a British uh, talk show on BBC America. And they had some of the Star Wars cast on it. And it's funny how many English people are still cast in it. You know, he's English. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Daisy Riddle is as well. But good. So this is, uh, I didn't know, I just saw the trailer last night or this morning. I didn't even know it was coming out. Uh, I, I liked the first one. It was different. I have a soft spot. You know, being in Japan, you know, Ultraman was like my hero. I wanted to be Ultraman when I grew up. He was the the guy that would do the capsule and it would turn him into Ultraman, a giant uh, hero and take on the Godzilla monsters. So let me know when you're going to go. When's it coming out? March what? March 23rd. Let me know uh, when we get closer to it. I mean, go with you. Yeah, it's gonna, I, I'm kind of excited about it. Cool. So, uh, also to let people know what's going on tomorrow, we're going to have kind of a full lineup. Uh, we have Jake from Sports Talk. He's going to be in the studio. We're going to have Katie from Bears, etc. She's going to be in the studio talking about a fundraiser coming up. And then we're also we're, we're trying to get the winners of the elections today, tomorrow and Thursday. So and we, it, we can call them winners, right? Well, because you know they, they changed the, the Oscars used to be, and the winner is now yeah. it has to be, and the Oscar goes to. 
You can't say winner anymore. Really? Uh huh. They actually made a public statement like we're not doing this yep. anymore. Mm-hmm. This is several years ago. What? Because it wasn't fair to those who didn't win. You know, they're they're all worthy of nomination. So it's like getting the trophy just for showing up to the soccer game. All right, do me a favor. Mm-hmm. After today, no mm-hmm. more talk about Oscars. Deal. Sounds All good right, to me. Good, 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 good deal. <laughs> Excellent deal. So, yeah, let's get the winners in here, and we call them winners because so they have that's won. That's going to go on tomorrow, so t- uh, tune in for that. And, I mean, what do you? how do you want to wrap up today's show? I mean, the one thing uh, really left to talk about is what? Like, I don't know. We got North Korea covered. Got North Korea covered. It'd be interesting to see how that turns out. Uh, well, you I'll- heard they're going to start suing that sheriff in Florida. Their people started already suing them. I'm surprised it took this long. So, what are what are their the basis of their suits? Basically, his uh, negligence, his inability to perform the one job yeah. he was hired to do, and that's what I was saying. He shouldn't be going on TV saying basically he's not responsible. <laughs> that's the problem. It, it reminded me of the Puerto Rico mayor or governor who was standing in front of pallets and pallets of food and water behind her. I mean, they were like right there. And, and she's going, we're, we're starving. We're, we're, no one's done anything. And all you had to go is, what about the pallets right behind you? So ill-advised press conference, just saying. So good luck, Sheriff, in your impending lawsuits. That's about all I got. I've been flipping through the headlines. Don't forget, we're going to say it one more time in case you're just tuning in for Veteran Air. It's election day. If you are registered to vote, vote. If you're not sure, go try to vote, and they'll let you know if you're registered or not. Just Take your driver's license or ID or uh, your voter registration card. Know your candidates. Know your propositions. If you're unsure of someone, you don't have to fill in every blank. This is not the SAT. You can actually leave something blank if you don't want to vote for a particular person or proposition. And uh, keep tuned in. Polls close at 7, which means if you're in line by 7, you're good. But if you show up at 7.01, they will tell you, go on home and wait for the results. And what's that website again? www.mctx.org slash election. All right. Well, don't forget, we podcast every show. If you missed yesterday's show with Kristen Bays, who's running today, we do have that up on the website, irlandstar.com slash MWLS. We will be back tomorrow. Today's show will be available to listen back on replay at 8 p.m. tonight or a little sooner. Just look at IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. Again, we got a full lineup today, folks, so check it out. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Full list of people going to be on our show, so stick around for that. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. We are Montgomery County's community radio station. IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. I won't forget the men who died